One, two, three, four, five, let's go! from the plastic microphone studios deep in the heart of Cajun country. This is Faye Five from Fans. I'm your host, Jamie Ray, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. We've got a show lined up for all of you out there in the podcast universe that'll blindside you if you're not up to speed. Today, I've invited Faye Five regular doctor, professor, astronaut, congressperson, shaman, healer, quarterback, kit girl, and bomb disposal expert, Scal G to discuss our five favorite Sandra Bullock movies. Scout has been on several Faith Five episodes, so much so I'm thinking of issuing her a parking space here at the Plastic Microphone Studios. She is currently working on a master's degree in advanced bad scientizing with a specialty in abnormal brain physiology. And I'm so thankful that you could make time to be on the show. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Professor Scout. Oh my goodness. What an introduction. I'm afraid that if I go on the show too many more times, half the show is going to be that introduction. It's okay. I'm I don't know if you noticed, but I it's am like adding four titles. Something. Yes, I keep adding every time that you're on the show. So there you go. I especially like Kit Girl, you know, because yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So. I did. I did. Mad scientisting. I know. I'm gonna have to come up with a better intro. Yeah, I'm going to keep working on it. Wow, I'm going to say. So it's... The man um, that needs no introduction. Because I introduced <laughs> myself already. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you doing good tonight? I'm doing good tonight. Yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, sitting around. Got a little vino lubrication there, ready to uh, do um, the do? This is, is actually, it's a pinot. A pinot. It is okay. a pinot, actually, right. that... Um, Yes. Not a cab. It is not a cab sap, though. No. That is my favorite, actually. All, all that right behind, is. like a Syrah. Mm. That's a Syrah. This is the shout out to Victoria Park. It is a um, Argentina wine, mm-hmm. Argentinian wine. Yeah. And the Syrah is just great. The Petite Syrah. Check it out. Awesome. Check it out. At a Total World Wine place. Total near Wine. You. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Look at you doing a shout out. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Well, let's just throw another shout out then. Let's hear I it. want I want to shout out to Cam Sully from the Jacked Up Review Show podcast Woo-hoo. for having me on their show to discuss our mystery science theater favorite robots. Can you guess which yes. robot is my favorite? Wally. No, no, this is the robots <laughs> on the Mystery Science Theater show, girl. You ought oh, to know come that. On. Well, I mean, I really don't even know why I said Wally, because I should have just gone straight to R2D2 then. <laughs> um, no, but I would love for you to tell me. It's Gypsy. Aww. It's not Tom Servo or, or, or Crow T Robot. Look at um, that. Yeah, I just, I enjoy her because she's so, uh, well, at first she was just so naive and everything, and then she reduced and i had the little flashlight that makes up her top eye as a kid with that huge 12 volt battery in it so instantly (laughs) instantly. Mm -hmm. that's me so we ended up discussing a lot more than robots before it was all over and yeah some of that was my fault but anyway you can find him and others from the jacked up review on twitter and on the facebook too they have lots of content stuff coming out all the time Go check them up at Jacked Up Review on Twitter and tell them Faith Five from fans that you check it out. So if they get 14 new followers, oh, 15. I'm sorry, I have 15 followers now. Oh, um, very Mark, nice. Moving yeah, up. I know, right? Mark's uh, mom is listening to the show now. So, oh, what's yeah, up, mom? Yeah. What's, oh, and happy birthday, Mark. Oh, Mark, happy birthday. CNO. 
the uh, author of Camp Fat Kid Camp Cannibal. Cannibal Fat Kid. I don't know. It's a wonderful book. Say that book. five times fast. I will right? give you $20. Right? <laughs> it's Fat Cannibal Camp. Something like It's a wonderful little book. It's kind of like a mix of Cabbage Patch Kids and Fat Kids, which I was one of, so I can say that. I was going to say, the Cabbage Patch doll is already, like, you know, a symbol for the chubby child. So Uh I met Mark at a show at the Pelican, and this weekend we are going to be doing Fay Five non-Romero zombie films. Um, That sounds fun. So looking forward to it. Can I go ahead and give us a sneak peek at that list? Uh, Yeah, sure. It'll have five zombie movies <laughs> plus two or three honorable mentions and none of them will be directed by george romero okay, yeah. so okay. plenty of sneaks there right. you know mm-hmm. so. <laughs> you heard it here first friend heard it here first <laughs> well you know you you gave another shout out and you talked about birthdays i think i might mm-hmm. like to do that i would you go right ahead this is just a shouting out is this episode ever well bollocks man i would love to give a shout out to a birthday girl tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow is her birthday. Okay. Sandra Bullock. Our girl, Sandra Bullock. Our girl. Her well, you birthday know, she's a, is July 26th. She's a big fan of the show. She listens to it a lot. She, she was number 13. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was. You know, uh, so I'm, I'm very surprised. I hate to think that she won't be hearing this for her birthday but i'll tell you what um when i talk to her in the morning because i always call and sing her happy birthday uh, i'll tell just, her like roll over oh no, no. oh <laughs> and uh i'll tell her that, that you said okay. happy birthday and then she can listen oh. to it on the show too she will love that. that oh she would love that that's awesome well look at you and you know it's funny i've been trying to do a better job on the second half of the year to make episodes come out around certain events you know like i want to do a high school uh, movies to make it come in August when you know it's back to school. Look and at stuff. You. I know, right? I even have a list somewhere. I'm thinking about doing Christmas stuff in December. <gasps> and I've, ar- I've already recorded an episode for it. Well, Christmas in July. In Christmas December. in July, baby. You know, so didn't you, you do um your favorite Santas? Didn't that release also in December? I actually did four episodes in Chris yeah. at Christmas it was favorite movies then it was favorite horror movies then it was favorite songs and then I got to do one with Lily yes. and I was so proud of it because if you looked at the little thing I made myself like a little elf and as as it progressed like the first one was a big beautiful tree and then the second one had uh, my guest, uh, Neil, was dressed up like a Krampus, and he burns the tree down. And then the next one, you know, I'm kind of, I mean, like in a, a cast, and I've got burns on me, and uh, Kim is there kind of like an angel. And then on the last one, Lily's there. And I'm like, oh. Oh, everyone says, oh. So it's like I love it. So, yeah. So I'm going to do that again this year. So, but happy birthday, Sandra B. We appreciate you and we love you. And that's why we're doing Faith Five Sandra Bullock films. Look at that. We definitely knew it was her birthday. We did. We that's the, this topic. <laughs> the whole reason we did it. The only reason we did it, you know, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I have tasked you to look at all of her films mm-hmm. and to, to choose the films themselves that are your favorites. They could have to do with her performance. They could have to do with just the movie in general and how she played in it. But it's a little different from roles. So, you know, I didn't think okay. there'd be quite as much crossover. So so we'll see. But I have two honorable mentions. Can I assume that you have two honorable mentions? You can assume correct. All right. So just two. Um, just two. That's true. So this topic came from you picking from about a, well, you picked about a dozen topics from the no guest assigned I am, list. I am greedy, which is mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Um, you've been you've been wanting that that parking space for a while, and th- then I'm you ready. definitely told me it was her birthday tomorrow, which is why we chose this one to do. Whoop, whoop. Definitely. Oh, yeah. whoop, whoop. So y'all, I'm going for that parking spot. Gotta put <laughs> that skateboard somewhere. <laughs> 
Hey, have I shown you my podcasting skateboard? Um, no. No, nope, wait a minute. No, we got to stop right here. So, um, when I was helping my buddy, no. Co- yeah, when I was helping my buddy Cody um, clean out his office, he had these skateboard boards. And so, what I decided to do is to get all of my my podcasting friends and trade stickers with them. So I've got Red Five Network, I've got the Angry Dad Podcast, I've got Scarif Podcast, which you need to be listening to them because they are that's all Scarif. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, nerdy bitches. Um. Oh. Yeah. Monster movie happy hour, which is great. It's these two guys and a and a lady. Uh. Uh, World of Horror po- podcast, um, Back in Time podcast, and uh, oh, uh, Ken's alternate universe. So nice. there is plenty of spots left. So as I exchange with people, I will be adding them to the list. This is a marketing oh. tactic, yep. friends. This, there we go. He's looking go. for a buddy. That's it. I'm looking for buddies. Looking for looking for somebody. Somebody. So well, buddy. Buddy. You ready? I see that big old smile on your face. I'm ready. All right. (laughs) Why don't we go ahead and kick it off and you give us your two honorable, honorable mentions. Today is a good day to podcast. I would love to, sir. (laughs) Oh, we just lost any follower that was still here. Honorable mention number one. Um, if you guys don't remember from that incredibly long intro that I received, the incredibly wonderful, incredibly Mm. long intro that I received. Thank you. Um, yes. My name is Scout, which comes from Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Not from the Cub and Boy Scouts? Nope. Not even from Mel Gibson's daughter, if you can believe it, or whoever. Wow. Uh, Yeah. No. No. Totally. Did I tell you a guy I used to work with has a has a kid named Scout? Get out. Yeah, yeah. I told like him. Like actually, after you. legit. Like on a birth certificate. Like on a birth certificate. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, mine is too. Like I feel like the, you know people don't believe it's true. that, so I have no. to say that. But um. Right. But yes. So I to to my point was though, um, you know Harper Lee, incredible woman that she was. Hmm. Sandra Bullock portrayed her in a <laughs> film. In what? 2006. Do you know which film I'm speaking of? No. Infamous. Infamous. With Daniel Craig and Sigourney Weaver and Toby Jones. I'm not familiar with it. So it's like a biopic pick? Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. So, um, well, ish, but not actually about her, if you can believe it. Okay. So Toby Jones plays... Um, a real-life author, mm-hmm. Truman Capote, um, okay. who is famous for the book In Cold Blood. Okay. And the movie is a portrayal of him and how he kind of came to collect the materials for the story that he wrote, which I won't give the whole thing away because you should watch it. It's it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if not just for our girl, SB. But Sandra Bullock portrays harper lee the author in this time who Mm -hmm. is a friend of you know truman um who is gathering details and evidence for his realistic fiction of a true crime right that these two men uh these two men did Mm -hmm. and that's all i will say about that but um I just feel like for an honorable mention, even though it might not have been her highest grossing film at a, you know, stark 309 million, but I feel like I have to mention it for the name itself, representation. Representation. Amen. So I just looked up a picture of her and yeah, so this movie looks like it's what, 50s, maybe early 60s Yes. period. Yeah. And I at the same time, it's it's supposed to be. Well, I mean, I guess not. It's supposed to be. It is. You know, it's real life. But it's following her release of To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll have to look that up because I've seen In Cold Blood. I didn't read it uh, that I can remember. 
But yeah, no, that's a good one. Okay, Infamous, yeah. 2006. Yeah. Well, that is go. one of two. That is one of two. So throw the second one I will throw out, you know, I had the incredible, wonderful privilege of podcasting only a few nights ago with you. <laughs> and we Me? actually just, yeah, with you, with, with you. Get out. Um, check it out. It is the sports movies, Fay Five. The American um, sports football it is and the other American balls sports movie. Ball. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yes. Lots um, of balls. That, should we say that one more time? I'm sure they're lots not uncomfortable and lots enough. Of balls. Um different so shapes, in, in <laughs> different colors. Textures, you know. Yeah. It's just all these things. Yeah. But my second honorable mention right oh, behind oh, the balls. Oh. Do you know? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes, go ahead. Is it the blind side? It is the blind yes! side. You know, I just, you know, on our other podcast, I did talk about, I do love this film, even though, you know, there are some question to some accuracy there and things, um, you know. That are outweighed by Tim McGraw and without a shirt on. It well, Exactly. Obviously. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Michael Orr. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. But also Tim McGraw didn't have a shirt on. So what do you, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, but no, it's but like, you know, we talked about, I love that film. And so I just, I didn't, I know that this is a different show, but I didn't feel comfortable putting it in my five a, because there's just so many other wonderful SB films to fit in there. Right. Um, but I do love that one so much that I was like, mm, I feel like I just need to throw that one in. Honorable I will mention. I think that is an excellent choice. So excellent that I also have as an honorable mention. You do. I do. How wonderful. I do. And and for more reasons than not, it's going to be some of the exchanges. So I'm going to be very quote-centric in this episode. Please. That's kind of what I find. So my favorite thing is when she said i said you could thank me later bert it's later bert it's later after she t- gets gets uh or to do it and um he said what what, what did you say to him and leanne says you should really get to know your players michael scored in the 98th, in the 90th percentile, percentile in perfect uh protective instincts oh yeah and then to the redneck heckler at a football game hey crotch mouth yeah you zip it all come up there and zip it for you and then later on after his kid got sacked yo that's deliverance mm-hmm. you see number nine four that's my son i love that so, I, I love, love that. that and the last exchange would be between her and her husband mm-hmm. by tim mcgraw who i do not know if he had a shirt on or not but if you'd like to you can just imagine that he does not you really expect Michael to I lay down on a couch place. and talk about childhood like he's Woody Allen or something? Uh, he's mad at no one, and he really doesn't care that it happened in the past. And she says, you're right. To which he responds like every husband in the world would. Excuse me? You're right? Hmm. How do those words taste coming out of your mouth? To which she responds like, like vinegar. vinegar. I love it. I love it. I love, I it. love that movie. Oh, Leanne, too. Great minds. Great minds. But. But you have a, another honorable. Mention. I do. And as a child of the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Right. This pro- mm-hmm. movie is probably not even on your radar. Mm-hmm. It is Sandra Bullock's portrayal of mm-hmm. Kate Mason. As a young woman who has been wheelchair bound since age six due to a congenital muscular deterioration. This was a made for TV movie that aired uh, on NBC in 1989. Are you familiar with it? I'm not. It is called Bionic Showdown, the $6 million and the Bionic Woman. So this was one of three. Yes. One of three made for TV movies. And this was supposed to be. A a, a a a launching point for a new six million dollar man or you know bionic show yeah. starring Sandra Bullock. She ends up getting the bionics and she's kind of tutored by both Jamie Summers, uh, Oscar Goldman are in it, Rudy Steve is in it, and it's 
how do I say this? It's not the best movie. I'm, obviously, it was 1989, so she was she was really young. Yeah, but it was so much fun because they had like three movies, and I you could definitely tell because there's a lot of of uh, screen time for her when she like gets the bionics, and then she has to go to. I want to say it was like an Olympic or a, a you know one of those kind of things where she was going to do track and field, and but she was under you know to the skies to find out what's really going on. So uh, anyway, I, no, I just sounds cool. Uh, yeah, it was very cool. It was very cool. At, at one point, she asks Jamie Summers, who's the bionic woman, uh, she's trying to decide what if she can do it or not, you know. And so she says, "What? Well, what if I'm not Jamie Summers?" And Lindsay Wagner, in her perfect form, goes, hey, they don't want a clone of me, okay? They couldn't handle it. They've had too many problems with me over the years. So Same girl. Get it. Yep, same girl. So, And, of course, at the end, she gets the guy, Jim. And when they kiss at the end, he was like, wow, was that a bionic kiss? Nope. Uh, 100% natural. To which Jim says, thank you, Mother Nature. Wah, wah. Nobody says, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> so that <laughs> was nice. my two honorable mentions. Thank you. Thank you. So now we get down to the nitty gritty 10 Oof. choices. How many of them will cross over? I'm going to be interested mm. to see. I know that there are some, I'm pretty sure of one of them that's going to be on your list. That's not gonna, on my I'm list. I'm going to make a, a two. Two. I'm going to say there's going to be two movies out of, okay. out of our five out of the this. 10. Out of the, out of the 10 in total, I think okay. two will be the same. All right. Well, let's find out by you starting and giving us your number five. Let's see. We'll see if this is the one you are sure is going to be on my list. Um, At number five, and I will say, I love USB. Yes, I put this on the list because mm-hmm. you were fantastic, but also Betty White. A shirtless Ryan Reynolds. You can't be upset at it, right? I'm starting to see I'm, a pattern. Um, you know, I'm talking about the 2009 The Proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a little a little step up from that last movie at 317 million box office, <laughs> but um, I thought it was fantastic. Like I never knew that I needed a scene of Sandra Bullock and Betty White just like chanting. Wrapping yep. it out, balls to the wall, literally, you know. Yeah. And um, aren't they high on fantastic. something like on on a on? Uh, no. 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 Okay, I thought no. they went to like a smokehouse no, so or she, something. Well, so what you're talking about is a scene that I'm so glad you brought up, okay. and it's actually it's for her bachelorette party. And oh, you, okay. As you know, Oscar Nunez from mm-hmm. The Office plays right. the only stripper oh in this God. part of Alaska, <laughs> and it is quite the show. Um, That's funny. It is. Yes, little X, right? It's fantastic. Um, but no, such a good film. But she's no, a Canadian, right? That needs oh, to she, marry. She's a Canadian, A. Yeah, she is. yeah A. Um, so that's why she's trying to get married. It is. So she's trying to stave off. Um, I can't remember exact, actually what it was, but she violated some part of her agreement of her mm-hmm. visa her work visa oh okay and so they were trying to deport her back to canada and that's when she you know enslaves slash enlists her long time and very disgruntled assistant yes. into marrying her to which can, he can, says you know you're gonna make me the editor yes do they fall in love at the end and live happily ever after they do actually get out of here. I, it wasn't produced by Disney, but like you wouldn't know that. But um, yes, they do get to. It's probably Betty White's baby maker blanket. Oh, did it. okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm How sure. How many babies has that blanket made? I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I well, yeah, that's a, a good one, though. It was I'm good. From, I'm familiar with it. Uh, it's not on my list. Uh, I have seen it maybe once, but it has nothing okay. to do with the film. It just doesn't. Yeah check a lot of boxes except the Betty White box. So I will say it's the same, same. I had to have my girl, but um yeah. Yep. Well now I propose that you tell me your number five. Look at you. God, you're so I'm even gonna laminate you a badge. Um <laughs> my number five. I don't want this like whole shirt bib of a badge with my full title. Damn it, that's what I was gonna do. Nothing. <laughs> so mine from 2018 had an unbelievable box office amount. 
of zero dollars because it played on Netflix. I'm talking yep. about her performance uh, in Bird as Mallory Fox. Hayes. <laughs> as Mallory Hayes. So, what number is it on yours? Ding, 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 ding. That's my number. That's my next one. So that's okay. perfect. We'll just go right into that. Let's go right into it. Your five is my four. Yeah. So I love the and, if, and now there is Bird Box Barcelona, which I haven't had the opportunity to see I yet. Have not seen yet. I yeah. I feel like we might need to review that. I'm down for that. You know, I'll do as many shows as you want. I could do we could we could do a show just of reviews, you know, um, just of reviews. So listen. so great film in that a mysterious force uh, basically kills off most of the population, uh, well, at least causes, the area that we see causes people to go like insane, commit right. suicide and, and take each other out and to do all kinds of things. And they find out that it's because if you see it, then you die. You're already dead. Yeah. So uh, Mallory makes uh, a trek to try to find a place that may ha- offer sanctuary completely blindfolded where she picks up a uh, boy and girl on the way. This is not uh, yeah. a harrowing tale of a mother's love. No, it's Boy not. And no, girl. it's not. Boy and girl. It reminds me of the road. But um, uh, God, that movie. Uh, uh, so it's a, it's a great film, and I really liked it. And I, obviously, you you know in the trivia that she's she runs into things in real life as much as she does, uh, you know, on the show. Um. So anyway, great great film. So. The one she's having a conversation with Douglas, who says in because in the end, there are two types of of people, the assholes and the dead, to which she replies, God, you sound like my father, like your father. Why? Because he's a towering intellect given to dispensing wisdom to undeserving fools. Yeah, he was fluent and asshole as well. So just made me laugh. It was so that good. So good. So good. So yeah, I definitely think we should watch the other one. I wonder if we can make one of those parties. Listen, I would love to. Mm -hmm. So I will say, I don't, I don't want to give some sort of idea that I'm just picking these SB films because there are other people in the film Mm -hmm. that I love, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I'm, I'm sure that we have talked about my undying loyalty, faith and love to Sarah Catherine Paulson. Who's also in this film for such a short period of time, which made me so sad. And I read in the trivia that she's that that SB specifically sought her out and asked her herself to be in the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I loved it. She's she's just perfect in everything she's in. Another thing I had read was that John Malkovich, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you read this, had this bizarre thing that there were birds on the set and if he told the birds to move their feet around they would cast members after cast member told that story that it was the weirdest freaking thing just like rick and two crows I'm so yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who did the score for that movie uh i don't know who did the score trent resner from nine Ooh. inch nails And one of the reasons it probably doesn't stick to you, again, read this in the trivia, was that he was very disappointed because he put a lot of work into it. And then the volume in the movie was so low that you hardly heard much of it. I will say I struggled with that movie. I felt like I turned it all the way up. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I don't know if it's just me and I get sensory overloaded, but then in the, like, five moments of the film that it gets (laughs) super loud, I'm like... Oh, God. Blown away in the seat. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that, that would have been disappointing. Yeah, it would have. It would have. But you made an excellent choice, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, so. we will skip my number four. Okay. I guess we ought to speed on to my number three. Let's hit it. <laughs> well, no. No, because we go to my number four. Oh, this is correct. This That's is correct. Chris. Okay. Yep. So this one I'm kind of on the fence that it would be on your list. I don't think it is. So I'm just going to shoot it out there. So we're going to shoot right to one might even say speed right to my number four and discuss Annie Porter in 1994's speed. Look at that. What a coincidence. Not, not speed two. 
Uh, no, we're talking about 1994. Yeah, yeah with uh, yeah. SB and Keanu Reeves and Dennis Hopper and Jeff Daniels. Well, oh, wait a minute. I didn't think about this, though. <laughs> Does Keanu Reeves have his shirt off at any point in this movie? Or Jeff Daniels? Uh, no, no. I'm going to need don't. to pause really yeah. quick. So I, I'm thinking this pause is not on your list. Actually, though, it's Get my out. number three. You it's my number three. No. It's, look right here. I can show you because it's the end of the page. I, I believe you. I believe you. Mm. Okay. So, yes, yes. All right. So, we've already matched twice. We can't match anymore. We cannot uh, match anymore. Oh, here's the thing, though, is there was one more that I guarantee. I'm, I'm, I'm betting this on your list. Wow. And we haven't gotten there yet. All right. Well, we're going to find out. So, dun, so of dun, course, dun. favorite, favorite uh, quotes here. Uh, Annie says, So, so you're a cop, right? Which, Jack responds, yeah, that's right. Well, as she's driving the bus around, I should probably tell you that I'm taking the bus because I had my driver's license revoked. And he's like, whoa, what for? And Annie says, speeding. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So tell me why number four, a movie that you were five years old. No, six years Um, old. Uh, baby boy, I was born in 1994. Oh, you were four, so you were 10. Okay, I, I don't know why uh, I was thinking it was like 98. Um, no, because you're so young and youthful. I was, I was born that year, so um, yeah, that's me, that's me, young and youthful. So you were zero. I was zero. Well, I don't know when did this film come out? I was gonna say, um, it Hold came on. out in 1994. But let's see when it was actually released. Oh, it was released in June. So, no. It was could, negative you, two months. You couldn't have been conceived off. during speed. So, uh, anyway. Just on it. Just on yeah. it. Just so, on it. So, what do you like about the movie? I mean, I love a good action film, right? Mm-hmm. And you definitely get that from this. I feel like there's not many moments that you're not just sitting on the edge of your seat. Which mm-hmm. is kind of fantastic. Um, right. Also, who just doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Again, it is an SB film. Right, right. Yeah, first and foremost. For first sure. and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the thing that threw me off, like at first, in part of the action, mm-hmm. is that you know your your terrorist bomb threat guy was it Payne something? I don't remember his first name, but um. The way that he continues to jump, like he's so ransom seeking that he's like, oh, well, this didn't work on to the next thing. Oh, this didn't work on to the next thing. So I will tell you, like, of course, you're very much on the edge of your seat. But if I ever had one possibly maybe negative thing to say about the film, it was like I got to the last thing and I'm like, all right, like, (laughs) is he going to get his ransom? Are they going to catch the guy? You know, what's his next ploy? But um, such a good film. Such a good film. And one of the things that I like, and, and I, I know what you're talking about, like first the the bomb is on the um, the bus, and then later on she's got like to wear the, the vest that has the bomb. Well, on it's it. on the first bus. Right. Right. It's on the right. first bus, and then it's on the bus they're on, and then, you know, and then yeah. the vest. and Yeah. So one of the things that I. Or actually, I'm sorry, the elevator first, right? Yes, the elevator with all yes, the business people. That's, in that's it. what it right. is. Elevator, right. bus, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you got the, you know, the amazing Joe Morton in that movie. But uh-huh. the thing that I liked is that you really don't know that it's him because mm-hmm. you think he's dead. So true. I thought yeah. that was a cool little twist. Uh, the yeah. fact that, you know, that all of that was kind of going on. And then, of course, Hopper is just, he's out there. Yeah. So for him to be a villain and he just wacko, you know, and it's one of your own, you know, he yep. was, he was one of their own. So anyway, uh, yes. Great, great minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Great minds think alike. So that would mean that we have now talked about your number three as well. Correct. So once What's, again, what is your number three? Probably my number two. So you want me to just be. jump could, ahead? <laughs> <laughs> number two. Well, let me ask you this. Does yeah. your number two, was it released in 1995? It was not. Okay. Well, then we could talk about my Here number three. Go. Here we go. Let's go. Number this three. is going to be a surprise to you, okay. I believe, because Ooh. it is definitely a straight up rom-com. Okay. But I love While You Were Sleeping. 
Really? Yes. You know, I, I also love that film. It just didn't. It was on my long list, uh-huh. right? Because it, it is such a great film. It didn't cut my short list, but it, I do love the film. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got these great performances by, of course, SB, uh, Bill Pullman, Peter Boyle, mm-hmm. Peter Gallagher, Jack Warden. There's, <laughs> I think probably my favorite, though, is Michael Ris- Rispoli. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably saying that wrong, but. There he says something, and I tell you, I, and all, all I've been talking about is quotes, and I, I didn't get the oh, actual right. quote, but I think there's one where he goes like, "Oh, you need to find a guy who looks at you like you look like a Camaro, or something like that." Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Yeah. He's just he's he's hilarious. He's Rule. stupid, but you know he comes out with that, and he's got just such a good heart. And I just, I, I remember that, of course, obviously I don't remember it too well because I can't remember exactly what it is, but I've, I've just thought it was one of those places where you, you know, you get somebody in here who steals the entire scene. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so what about it didn't, what about, I don't want to say turn you off because, you know, obviously it was on your long list. Is it because it's too <clears throat> much? Of a rom com, I, I don't think that it's too much. I I will tell you, I love a rom com if I'm in that mm-hmm. mood. Honestly, yeah. um, it's not always my first category of film to go to. I do like something with a little more to it. Honestly, you know, I I like action. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I love a rom com. I think for me, you know, like I don't want to give away the rest, but you know, other things we've talked about, like I loved her in Bird Box. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there was a lot going on, but she was very much the center of attention. And I just felt like she really powered into that character. Whereas while you were sleeping, it's good. I, I mean, I thought that it was a good cast. I thought that she did well in it, but it wasn't. I don't know. I just didn't think that it was maybe one of her best pieces ever. Okay. And it had um, nothing to do with her. She just has a lot of strong films. Yeah. Well, and and that's that's true. I think there was there was definitely a lot of uh, sweetness and cuteness in mm-hmm. the character. She didn't really, I don't want to say shine because because uh, obviously I thought she did because it's my number oh, three. Yeah. But it was very much the formulaic rom com. Yeah. But that being said, sometimes it is just one of those good movies where you you know what's going to happen, but you still want to see. You know him, <laughs> Jack dropping the uh, the the ring at the very end. Yeah. You know yeah. into it. It's just the whole family standing behind him. So I don't know. I, I love it. Uh, no, so, it's, I mean, and it is. It is so good. You know, she just. I don't know. She's just got so many wonderful roles, and part of it, you know, like we had kind of tossed up the idea of doing Sandra Bullock roles versus mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock movies. And, you know, at first when we hadn't decided and I had kind of like started to piece together a list a little bit, I did go movies, but in certain mindsets, I was like, oh, like, did I love her role in this film? You know, kind of like one of the discrepancies that you talked about at the beginning, one of our, you know, precursors for our choices, deciding like, oh, did we just like her in this? Right. And there were just so many movies that I was like, oh, my God, this has to be her. This could only be her. This is she's Mm -hmm. perfect for this. And again. While you were sleeping, I I think it's an incredible film. I just don't think that I was like, oh my god, this like this had to it be. It could only this be your, done by this. I'm, this I'm was your you. harrowing moment, you know. Yes, like, I'm totally with that. Yeah. I, I could 100 agree. I will say that that this is definitely a movie that's on my list because the movie as a whole oh, is for a, sure. is a Sandra Bullock film. It is not what she does with Lucy. So yeah. what she does with Lucy is 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 brilliant and it's perfect. There could have been other people in that role and it would have been um, very similar. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Right. And, and SB, I love you. So that has nothing. I mean, don't take that hard. Nothing it's, at all. Nothing at all. You're still number one in my heart. So. Okay. So now it's time for you to tell me your number two movie that is not my number two or my number one. Hmm. Is one of, does your number two or your number one come out in 2013? No. 
You're oh. clear. Okay. Well, this is actually the other one that I thought was going to be on your list. Okay. So, wow, I'm actually surprised. Now I'm wondering, have you seen it? How did it not make your list? Uh-huh. And if yeah. it didn't, I really want to know why. Okay. Um, the $723 million at the box office film, her highest grossing open box office. Behind Minions, which behind Minions, I did, behind Minions, which I'm yes. I'm not counting because I had like 1.1, 1.2 billion something yep. crazy worldwide. But um, yes, so this incredibly successful 2013 sci-fi film, Gravity, yes, with George Clooney and Ed Harris mm-hmm. and Esby. So the reason it is <laughs> not on my list. Oh man, I take a take a swig swig of vino. Uh, I've never gotten around to watching it. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. It's on it's on my list. Uh that and the other movie Life, the both space films. Um never oh, man, know that so, one. So so Life, I think it has Jared Leto or one of those kind of okay. actors. Basically, it's a prequel to Venom. Yeah, so it, it's in space. They end up finding a microbe, and it it's you know gooey and ooey and stuff like that. And for some reason, I just never have gotten around to seeing either of those films. So well, you know, it's a, it's an hour and thirty one minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard it's great. Out of your day. it's it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I I won't go off and list them all, but the number of awards that not only she won and George Clooney won, and the director mm-hmm. and the score. I mean. It won like everything. I mean, and it, and I thought that it was deserving. I I thought it was a great film. Yeah. So one of the things that I do know about it is that I want to say it was either Amy Poehler or Tina Fey at the Oscars described the movie as a classic example of how far George Clooney will go to not have to stay with a woman his own age. And I not even have seen out of this world. It was just it was um, I laughed my butt off. Um, So this movie basically they're they're astronauts and they get separated from the ship and they're falling into the the Earth's gravity well, gravity field ish ish. So you know you have Sandra Bullock who plays Dr. Ryan Stone. She's a med engineer. Um, she's working with a veteran astronaut and it's his final flight before retirement. So mm-hmm. of course that's where it's going to go wrong. So I will say, you know, that was a little predictable also if of you course. saw the trailer, but, um, you know, there's, uh, a consistent series of disastrous events while they're doing a very standard moonwalk, mm-hmm. um, that causes their ship pretty much to be destroyed and unworkable. And, you know, and, and again, you know, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen this, but, you know, George Clooney, again, as a veteran, he's done this a number of times. This is her first time. Oh, and okay. she gets, you know, kind of thrown from the ship and she's spinning and she's, and he's like screaming to her and he's like, no, like you need to get your ish together. Like you're literally about to float off into space and that's just it, you know, um, you know, and, if, and I will tell you this film. The same reason why I love to hate, hate to love to watch like shark movies. Like mm-hmm. I love that. Shout out to T Jen. Love you. Mm-hmm. But like love you. I love shark films. And I don't know if you know, I really have like two fears in this world. <laughs> Lemons um, and a little bit, a little bit of lemon. I actually am not afraid of them because I've got an yeah. epipen. No yeah, big exactly. deal. Um, I I'm not in love with the dark. So maybe okay. maybe Bird Box forced me to like work through a little bit of that because I thought mentally like oh god what would I do if I had to walk around in the blindfold and right I just couldn't see anything I just couldn't handle it but um you know I am also terrified you know like I you know with that you know I'm terrified of the deep water I'm terrified of the dark and I guess actually the third thing outer space oh no 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 well no, it's no, dark. No. Um, it's so dark, and it's there so could dark. be sharks. So it fits in the. It's we don't know this. Right. We don't know this. We know there's yeah, so dolphins it, it, out there. It fits in the dark kit. Yes, it does. And they whales. Will. If you've seen Star Trek Four, this is true. This is true. Um, I love to watch sci-fi films. Uh-huh. I 
am terrified to watch sci-fi films where people go outside of their aircraft. Or honestly, the idea that these people are on a spaceship. I'm like, you don't understand. You just need one blast. And um, one micrometeor. You know, the Enterprise going to hit you one time and that air, I mean, the no air, you know, the atmosphere wants nothing to do but suck all the bit of air out of your body. And I just can't handle that. And no one can hear you scream in space. Nobody. And I don't know. So I will say that is something I will never encounter. I never Mm -hmm. foresee myself. Never say never, but I never foresee myself going out into outer space. But um, this film will definitely get you on the same track as me. If you're not already in that category, it's a little terrifying, but it's so good. Just just on a slight tangent here, yep. how freaking hot is Kobe Smulders? Um, well, she's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, wow. also. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, I, I definitely will have to watch that movie. Um, I mean, yes, no. It's on my list. Gravity. Okay. So this is know, a movie um... that I think you may have thought was going to be on my list. So we already know that one of them's not. So there's yep. one more on your list that you think is going to be on my list. Yep. Is the movie that you think would be on my list from 1993. I didn't write the year down. Okay. Than, so let's see, because it didn't make my short list. That's okay. not my number. No, and, I, and I wouldn't think it would, to be honest. My number two film is Demolition Man. Not with, on my long list. No, I, I wouldn't think it was. It, it is such a fun movie because it's, I mean, it's so crazy. So are you familiar with the movie? Have you I'm seen not, it? I'm not, nothing about okay. it. Okay. So in the movie, you've got um, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, sorry. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone plays a Rocky. cop named John Spartan. Okay. And Wesley Snipes plays a villain yes. named Simon Phoenix. Okay? okay. And in the beginning of the movie, it's in present time. And Stallone, a Spartan is chasing Phoenix. And I think he's like a big drug dealer and he kills people and all of that stuff. And at the end of a chase, and it's 1996, he... So a building blows up that was supposedly full of people and everything. And somehow John Spartan gets blamed for letting it happen. So they both end up being put in a cryogenically frozen, quote unquote, prison. Okay. okay. And in the prison, in this suspended animation, they actually try to rehabilitate them. And part of the rehabilitation process is they, they implant something into their brain. Uh, Microchips. No, like uh, um, hidden messages playing, you know, over and over subliminal stuff. And so one of the the subliminal for Spartan is whenever he starts to feel those urges, you know, to do bad, even though he was a good cop, he starts to crochet, which is crazy. Such an odd winter soldier. Right. So in 2032. The former cities of Los Angeles, San Diego, and Santa Barbara have now are merged into a peaceful, utopian San Angeles. Okay. And somebody comes along and releases Phoenix. So they, yeah. So the police have to then go to John Spartan and release him to help them. Okay. And the police are worthless. They haven't had. Say what? Yeah, they, they haven't had a crime in a long time. And so they don't quite know what to do. So John Spartan is released from prison and is handed over to Chief George, who is Bob Gutton from Shawshank Redemption and Next Generation. Yep. yep. And two officers are sent to help him. Um, Benjamin Bratt. Is in it, Alfredo Garcia. Yes. And Sandra Bullock plays Lanina Huxley. So, so Lanina. It's, I could go into how crazy this movie is. Um, Taco Bell is fine dining now. 
they drive Ooh. these little smart cars that when they get into a wreck, it automatically fills up with like styrofoam to keep you from getting hurt. It's just, it's the future white. of my dreams. You yeah. know, it, it, you can't get it, it, hurt in a car accident and well, I can wear like bell dress to but go Every time you curse, you're fined $5. Well, me five dollars please and then there is the mystery of the three seashells and you have to see the movie to know what i'm talking about but it's a fun 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 film because sandra wrote it down she has never done anything cop worthy so i've got two things to share with you Mm -hmm. um it she is actually talking to john spartan who she's trying to be like, oh, you know, I know all about the the past. Uh, in fact, I've perused some newsreels in the Schwarzenegger library. And the time that you took that car, and he's like, whoa, 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 hold it. The Schwarzenegger library? Yes, Schwarzenegger presidential library. He wasn't an actor uh, when you, and he's like, wait, wait, stop. He was president? Yeah, even though he was born in the country, not born in this country, his popularity at the time caused the 61st Amendment. That states, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't want to know. So what's so funny is that he actually becomes governor of California yeah. later on. I you love know, that. Just, so what a Simpsons type thing, really predicting was. the future. And <laughs> the other part, Illuminati. Is she's <laughs> she's constantly trying to to use um, use terminology for him, so like she knows that he's a so. She's going, wow, wow. She's talking about, about Phoenix. He's finally met his match. You really licked his ass. No, he's met his match and I kicked, kicked his ass. (laughs) (laughs) He's finally matched. Whatever works. (laughs) (laughs) And there's like three or four of those throughout the movie, you know? So anyway, if you decide to watch it, I'm not to be held responsible for it, but I will say that there is an underground scene with Dennis Leary and a rat burger. Oh. That's all I'm going <clears> to <throat> say. And you go from there. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm scared, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, I am actually more intrigued. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> by your number two. My number two, my number oh, one. You're number one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dun, number one. Dun, dun, what did dun, I do, dun, man? Dun. I'm getting all over the place. Well, I think we were just, we've had a lot of crossovers. We've done yep. a lot of, you know, meshing this and skipping that. Um, my number one, though, I feel like you should know because I have yet to have mentioned it. I think you might have been a surprise initially that this hit my number one spot, but I think it's just watchability, childhood. It's just, it's just great. But I would guess that you would have to know by now what my number one is. <laughs> I want to say that your number one is my number one. Mm. But I'm going to make a guess that it was released in the year 2000. It might have been with uh, our boy, <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> Not, I mean, it's an SB film. It's an SB, it's an film. SB film. Also, William Shatner, though. Yes. Also, um, Michael Caine. Benjamin Bratt. Yes, I was just talked say about Benjamin Bratt again. I almost, I don't know if you could tell the smile on my face. I did. When but you I said thought, his name, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to oh, say it. I was thinking you were probably just imagining him shirtless, but you know. I was actually. Again, it's an SB film, but. I mean, you did put him shirtless in there, so I'm going to skip to minute 47 at 26 seconds when he's shirtless. Not go. really. I don't know. So we'll have to fact check that. But um, yes, our undercover FBI agent, Gracie Hart, a.k.a. Gracie Hart. also Gracie Lou Freebush. Yes, she is. Um, Miss Congeniality. That Love is her. wonderful. So obviously, we know why you've picked it. First of all, when she comes out in that dress, I oh, listen. Oh my God! I don't care what your 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 flag is or what your your whatever. Listen, that might have started my flag. I was it, like, just, my wow. child. Um. Oh Lord, just, I've got the vapors. <laughs> I loved that film. I mean, I don't. 
every part of it to me mm-hmm. was perfect. You know, I mean, you have, you know, a somewhat guessable plot, but yes. also you're still surprised, you know, again. Oh, I was out. super surprised when they fell in love at the end. I'm just saying I, I did uh, not see okay, that coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, I will tell you one of my favorite scenes of this film it's so dumb. I love it. But the part where they're trying to do like the video imaging to find which agent should be going undercover in this pageant. <laughs> and I mean, the snort that comes out of her, yes. you know, as her as her captain is standing behind him, just looking at them, you know, looking at him in a dress. And I was just oh, so good. So good. So I go ahead. I was, I was just saying, you know, I I loved her speech, mm-hmm. you know, when they're trying, when William Shatner and what is it, Candace Bergen? Candace Bergen. I'm, try, I'm, I'm struggling to remember their names in the movie now, but, you know, Kate, Kat, Kathy, something, you know, but when they're trying to set her up for failure right. while she's on stage, you know, during the panel and they throw her that line of, um, you know, well, what would they say to people who think that this this tradition is dumb and it's Mm -hmm. airless and it's, you know, her response was so incredible and it was beautiful and it was spot on in the moment of everything that had transitioned in her life and what it had done for her. And then I just absolutely love how then, you know, she flips the end of her speech talking about how empowering of an experience it had been and just wields the crowd to her side. And then (laughs) <laughs> she already knows who it is at this point. And so she's trying to give them a message and to say, well, but I've met a lot of friends here. And if anyone wants to hurt my friends, you know, just to steal your whole quote of the night, you know, but she was like, and I would hunt them down like dogs and I would sniff them out. And I just absolutely love Michael Caine's response where he says a brief shining moment. And then that mouth. And yes. I have never related more. I just, I love it. <laughs> So I, I I cannot agree with you more. I, it is hard to 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 make it. Well, I shouldn't say it's hard. hard. It's very easy to say for me that Victor Melling was the star of this yes. movie. I don't care. Yes. I don't care what scene he was in. He got the best lines. He had the best delivery. And well, that's I, just I mean, him, right? I God. feel like in every film. He Every was film, just, but... he was genius in this movie. For, for, I mean, you get started and they're, they're, they're eating. Um, I don't know. She's, she's eating like a steak or something. She's just. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over the masticating of that, uh, <laughs> you know, steak or cow remedy or whatever. And, and they're just, it's like one after another. It's like your hair, it should make a statement. And she's like, yeah, as long as it doesn't, thank you very much for this country music award. <laughs> and they just, they're, they're, they're just going after each other. And they're dynamic, you know? right? Yes. Like, but, to, and I will tell you, this is a film where I feel like after having seen these two people in this role, I can't imagine any other two people playing. Exactly. You yes. know, I mean, it's just, you know, playing Melling or playing Hart. I mean, I just, I thought they were brilliant together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to hurt you so much right now. As long as you smile. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, and just, there's so many things like when he's. Her pulling donuts out of her. Yes, that's what I was just fixing to say. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. But I'm just telling you that I was like, girl. Done it. That was, I was like, done it. You know, but I was like, this gave me all of the validation that I have to like live my life the way I've been living it. This is great. <laughs> so many little one liners. Uh, you know, uh, eyebrows. There should be two. <laughs> And then there's oh, one uh, when he was talking about, I guess, before his downfall. And it was, I don't know, he said like 10 out of 12 girls. No, it was only one. Anyway, the last 11 years, 11 girls, they were all crowned. The year I lost, the winner was a deaf mute. Come on, you can't beat that. I know, <laughs> you know? right? And, but like... he is, he's generally, you can see he's generally happy at the end to see what he's done with her. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that is just. I mean, the transformation is stark. You know, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. that's the cinematic reveal, but um, no, it was fantastic. And I will tell you, I love when they do the reveal. Her mm-hmm. quote then, you yeah. know, when Brat's coming at her and she's just like, you know, I'm in a dress. I have gel in my hair. I haven't <laughs> slept all night. I'm starved. I'm armed. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. <laughs> I'm like, girl, that's how I feel when I don't have my coffee. But like, yeah, I get it. Okay. Favorite line of the entire movie. You think I'm gorgeous. Just, you want you to wanna kiss me. me. You, you want, want to, to hug me. me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, we, all the freaking time. I do that all the time. I love that. I will tell you. So this is this is something that has procured over time. It maybe not have been my favorite quote mm-hmm. the first couple of times I watched through the film. Um, but a quote that has become my favorite. I might quote it once or twice a week um just the people in my circle but a a last little shout out towards the end of our show here my sister and best friend lizzie so her birthday is april 25th oh my god right the the perfect date ever perfect date ever i love when cheryl you know and they ask her you know during her little panel you know describe the perfect date and she's just like Oh, you know, I think April 25th, I only have to wear a light sweater. And it's just, it's incredible. Because there's so many moments that I have like that. And then I have an aha, like, oh, this is what he said <laughs> to me. I'm like, I really, you know, I relate and, to SB so much, but it's Cheryl for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and you keep that meme for 364 days a year, just so you can put it out. Oh, a hundred percent as everybody yes. does. Right. You know, but I even asked Lizzie, I think this birthday or last, I'm like, does it get old? Like everybody sends this to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like for the past, you know, 23 years, everybody sends this to you. She's like, yeah, yeah, they do. She's yeah. like, you know, it used to be a whole lot, but um, I do kind of like it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, do I, too. I think it'd be cool because people, people see that and they, they associate you with it. You know, it's not a bad um, thing to be associated with. No, I mean, it's, it's our not. number one pick. You right. know what I mean? Like, and we are the end all be all. Take That's our right. word for it. So April so, 25th. Interesting facts. Um, that answer to that question was actually an answer in a real life beauty pageant. They um, wouldn't name what it was, but someone actually oh. yes. So art imitates life. Sandra Bullock personally and purposely did not take part in the rehearsals for that very first dance scene. So it was much more genuine that her character didn't follow the the choreography. And, and I'm going to have to go back and watch this now, but when Gracie was gliding across the street and yells, Hey, I'm walking here at a taxi driver. So when she walks off screen, Michael Caine can be seen covering his mouth as he broke character, laughing at her asshole remark. So I'm going to have to go back. I can see that. Yeah, I need to see that. I need to see that. Well, I think we did a bang up. I think we did. I think we did an awesome job. I I think it was very well done. This is the part of the show where I ask, what are we going to do next? But we've already figured out the next four or five. We just don't know which one we're going to do next, right? I I think I might just pick that on the spot right here. Okay. You ready? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Okay. Rolls. Kathy Bates rolls. rolls. Okay. Cinnamon would be, oh, no, I don't know. Would garlic knots cost? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. We'll do Kathy Bates next. Rolls. Rolls. All right. You already know what my number one's going to be, but whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I have about 17 number ones. Oh. So. I yeah. don't. I have one number one. Oh. Okay. okay. Just so you know. It's, Just so it's, I know. I'm sure you can guess right away what my number one is with Kathy Bates, but I'm not going to give it away. That's okay. Don't give it's it away. It's definitely Joe Bennett and her role in the office. I'm sure. As no. CEO of Saber. Oh, no, it's not. It's oh, not. I know that's so hard to believe. I can. Would you believe it's you... not mine? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's on the list somewhere though. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe a mention. If, if I had to make a guess. Would you think that it was 
out of her 134 roles that she's had, could it possibly be Sunny Soak from Bad Santa 2? Don't know. Um, Don't know. I thought that you were going straight Titanic, but uh, no, you know, no. it it could be it could be Hester from the Golden Compass, but I'm not going to say could if it have, is or not. You know. Just, yeah. you just don't know. So I will we, say I don't think this is a category we will probably have much crossover. Well, there's just uh, so many roles. There are, and there's TV roles, and then there's voice roles that she did as well. So I think mm-hmm. there there will be. I am I am. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think there will be. So I, I'm going to agree. Let's go. I mean, she started acting what in like forever I guess seventies <laughs> maybe. I think you know. She That's was on an episode of The good, Love girl. Boats. Come on, you know. I mean, she was there on the Titanic. So, I mean, that was like, what? I mean, 112 yeah. years ago. I mean, 113, yeah. actually. But uh, yeah. Hot yeah. Dog. Well, it was just this This week was the anniversary. So, I totally get you not getting it. It's, it actually wasn't. It was in April, but go continue. Okay, well, there you go. So, we're going to do Kathy Bates next. <laughs> I love it. Whoop, whoop. And I want to thank you for staying up late and doing this i know you're probably hungry thank you for not being hangry because you ain't i'm i'm getting it it's, it's yep. hard to be angry when you're talking about the sd though oh i thought you were going to say me but that's okay i'll take that too I, um i take it back i rescind my comment <laughs> edit that right out edit that right it's out it's so nope. easy to be it's so easy to be happy when i'm hanging out with you there you go all right <laughs> And I'd also like to thank all of you out there in the podcast universe for joining us for this episode of Faith Five from Fans. You can find us and more from the Plastic Microphone Studios wherever you catch a podcast. It would be a massive help. I mean, like really a help. It, it would just take a couple of minutes out of your day. You don't have to buy me a cup of coffee or nothing. Just consider leaving us a review and that all-important five-star rating. The majority of you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and there's a very easy way for you to go and click, 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 and you can leave a five review. Just say, Jamie's great, or I love what he's doing, or I can't really stand him, but I'm leaving five stars anyway. So, you know. And like we say, if you like the show, please consider telling a friend about us. And if you don't like the show, maybe consider telling someone who's not quite a good neighbor to you, who maybe puts their trash in your receptacle bin on Sunday nights when you think they mm. think you don't see them, but you do see them. Don't be that person. Yes. Tell them about the show and maybe it will ruin their afternoon. I mean, I'm just saying it's just two birds, know, one stone. That's right. Right. We get followers. You get revenge. Exactly. Nobody gets hurt. You can find us on our website and on Twitter or is it X? I don't is know. It, does it exist anymore? Yes, I don't know, ex- Elon, what's happening? It exists. Oh. You can find us on the gram, on threads, on TikTok, and our, and our Facebook page. And I think my MySpace page might still be active. I was about to say, what's yeah. on the MySpace? What song I mean, is playing on your MySpace from I need to check that out, right? Because it, it could probably go, ooh, maybe my GeoCities is still live. That would be awesome. When you clicked on my website, it would do the Captain Caveman sound. So <laughs> yes, it was it awesome. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <clears throat> and remember, folks, it may not be the best. It may not be the most popular. But if it's your favorite, then it's good enough for us. Thank you for joining us. Scout G, take us out, girl. Peace out. Oh. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You, whoop, you whoop. want to kiss me. You want to, you want hug, to hug me. me. You want to date me. <laughs> you think I look pretty. <laughs> Good night, sweetie. Good night.